Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to this very special Easter episode of Dish Island. I'm Tegan Higginbotham. I'm Paul Verhoeven and I can't stop thinking about eggs. (laughs) Now, Paul, we're only a few episodes into season two of Dish Island. And let's be honest, we've had some pretty amazing guests. We've had Ella Hooper, we've had Osha Gunsberg, we've had Tanya Doko, and all of them have remarkable careers. But I bet that even at the height of their careers, they would have still been incredibly jealous of our next guest. She is an Academy of Chocolate judge, a level two bean-to-bar chocolate taster and reviewer. The woman reviews chocolate, Paul. She is also an experimental educator and community builder, once again, Paul, in the field of chocolate. Ridiculous. That's not work. She describes herself as a chocolate sommelier. Ladies and gentlemen, on Dish Island today, we're going to be chatting with Jessica Tivendale and finding out who's doing the best Easter eggs this year in Australia. And if you want to shop ethically and consciously, who the best suppliers are to go to. Please welcome to Dish Island, Jess Tivendale. Thank you so much for joining us on Dish Island. I'm sorry to drag you away from your friends at family at what, I, what I'm sure is a very busy time for you during the year. Did you say goodbye to your loved ones? Uh, no, because I've only just said hello to them. <laughs> hey! Well, thanks, as I said, so much for joining us on the show. We gave a little introduction before we brought you onto the island, but in your own words, can you please explain the absolute wonderment that is your job? The wonderment that is my job. So I term myself a chocolate sommelier. So think of, you know, your wine sommeliers or cheese or charcuterie. It's where you create an experience for someone, but I create it using chocolate instead of wine. Um, Artisanal chocolate, bean-to-bar chocolate, um, if any of those words ring a bell with any of your listeners, that is that is what I do. So does judging chocolate ruin chocolate for you? Because obviously, you know, sometimes when a thing you love becomes what you do for, for a job, it can get a little tiresome. Do you get sick of chocolate? <laughs> yes. <gasps> really? Yeah, I I was judging all of yesterday and... Yeah, I'm, yeah, don't don't hand it to me today. Sorry, I'm I'm done. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm currently judging the Academy of Chocolate Awards, which is based they're based in London, and I'm doing the Asia and Pacific uh, judging session. They've just finished the European judging session. They put it into two different categories: single origin, which means it's just plain nothing nothing in it it's just from an origin and then inclusion bars so they'll be things with nuts and seeds and tea infusions and smoke infusions and I had a duck fat infusion the other day and oh my gosh but anyways so you get through as many as you need you do a calibration beforehand of your palate (laughs) 
and then you taste as many as you can and after two hours the computer system goes you need to calibrate again but before two hours you've kind of had enough there is just so much to unpack there because I think about chocolate and I think about, you know, it's quite a sensual, delicious, velvety food. And you're using the least sexy, fun word ever, calibration. Like, <laughs> what is calibration in your, in your job? I don't know if you've ever done science. I did uh, health science at uni. And we do a calibration before an experiment. Right. So like you'd calibrate the computer or you'd calibrate all the utensils you were using so they were all on the same page so everyone's starting at the same level. Right. So you're a computer, basically. You're a chocolate computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So, I mean, I know that you said that this sounds hard. I, I was still just sitting there being like, wow, tap me in, calibrate me. Uh, I want to be a part of this. But what is happening at the moment in the world of chocolate? Because for many people, chocolate is just chocolate. You go to the supermarket and you pick it up. But the way you're talking about it with smoke infusions and duck fat, I mean, wow, it sounds like things are going wild. What is happening right now? So there's a, there's a small bunch of people. It's growing in Australia. It's more, we're about 10 years behind the U.S., it's called bean to bar chocolate it's chocolate makers that make sure that every element of their production is transparent there's transparency in it so the farmer that is growing the beans the export of that to the maker the maker then gets the those beans and they'll roast them and they'll um, winnow them and they'll grind them and they'll make their own bars from scratch and it's not your mass production stuff that you get in the supermarket that's if you look at the ingredients list generally it starts with sugar this is chocolate that there is care and there is thought from the beginning of its production as a, a fruit on a tree all the way to you holding a bar in your hand Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Who is leading the charge in Australia in the bean-to-bar movement at the moment? Melbourne is the capital for bean-to-bar chocolate. But there is a guy in Sydney that I will give a big shout out to. His name is Chris. And he runs a small business called Bean Bar U. And basically it's a subscription box, but he also has individual bars. Each month, if you sign up, you get four curated bars sent to you. And that's just a, it's a brilliant way of learning and a brilliant way of discovering all the different makers around Australia. And I would probably say he's leading the charge and I'm kind of giving him a hand in there as well. We're approaching Easter and... One of Tegan's major bugbears, I mean, Tegan, you bring up how mad this makes you outside of Easter. How do you feel about Easter eggs appearing in shops all over Australia well before Easter? Don't even say well before Easter. On Boxing Day. (laughs) They were there on Boxing Day, Paul, and I know I ranted about it once, but it makes me mad. But from a chocolate professional perspective, do you find this kind of particularly insulting or do you just not care at this point? I wouldn't say insulting. I wouldn't use that word because most makers start making their Easter production and stock in August, the year before. 
So they've already made it. It's just when they're putting it out. There are some makers, like there's a maker in uh, Fairfield called Bird Snake, and he's just made all of his. Actually, give bigger shout out to him. He's just made a Janduya one, which Janduya is a ground up uh, hazelnuts in chocolate. Amazing. And he's also done a strawberry jam and balsamic, I think. Brilliant. But he he was telling me that he, he's only just made his. So some makers will make them eight to ten months in advance, but bringing them out straight after Christmas, yeah, it's a bit a bit overkill, I would say. So if we wanted to stay away from, say, the supermarket aisles this year and support some of those smaller Australian companies or ethical international companies as well who are not only doing this bean-to-bar but just, I don't know, doing something a little bit different that you support, who should we be looking for this year? Yeah, sure. In Melbourne? You know what? We're here. I mean... The rest of Australia can, can get them postage. Sure, where should we go in Melbourne? Monsieur Trough, they're in Brunswick. They have fish for Good Friday and little Easter eggs and bigger Easter eggs. They are selling out super fast. Then there's Bird Snake in Fairfield. There's the smallest chocolate space in South Melbourne Market called Atypic, and he does frogs and chickens and, oh, teddy bear. So that's Melbourne. Queensland, there's Matisto, and he won five golds in the Academy of Chocolate Awards last year. So amazing. Hey, just look at a, one more quick question regarding Easter eggs. Everyone's got a different means of dispatching these things. Are you asking whether it's okay to punch in a bunny's face? Yeah. Do you go for the? <laughs> do you start at the feet or do you go for the face? And are you looking it in the eyes when you kill it? Because I have some kind of. I've started to feel weird about the fact that I'm. I mean, how do you? How do you? How do you dispatch your Easter bunny? Well, that's a good question. I don't have a a typical way of doing it. I have dropped it from a great height. Because <laughs> then, because then he's smashed. So you know. It wasn't my fault. I just I knocked him off the bench by accident. Oh, he roadkill. fell. He fell. I if I was to to take my time, I'd probably start with the ears because then he can't hear the crunching. <laughs> <laughs> and then slowly, and then and then I do his feet because then he can't hear. So or he, escape. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, to be perfectly honest, it sounds dreadful, but I'd probably leave his face till last. <laughs> oh my god! I want to see the light go out of his eyes. Both of you, this was meant to be a joyous celebration of glorious Easter. It's like, leave his face. Yeah, if you don't want a bunny, South Pacific Cacao in New South Wales, they created an egg last year that I actually named called Egg Splat. That's what it is. And it's a dark chocolate egg with a white splash over it. And then it's got caramel bonbons inside. And that one, like the name tells you to smash it so smash it now it's just going to be a thing of me going back over this list and picking who it is that we're going to seek out first for for our chocolate this year paul because even that do you want to pair your chocolate with wine yes i want to pair my chocolate with wine (laughs) thank you so much for imparting all of this wonderful information on us i really like that it's just it's going to give people just a few more options if they don't want to go for the obvious you know Cadbury and all that sort of stuff this year. I love that you've done that. So thank you so much for sharing your knowledge. And if you ever do need an assistant, an intern, just reach out. I'm I'm happy to lend my taste buds to your efforts. No worries. I will keep you in mind for sampling. <laughs> we all laugh, but she's not joking. 
<laughs> Thanks, Jess. Thank you so much for Thank joining so us on much. Dish Island. No worries at all. Delight to talk to you both. Tegan, if you aren't a chocolate-eating intern by the end of the year, I'll be very cross. Oh, Jess was wonderful, wasn't she? Yeah. Look, head over to our Instagram, everyone. We're going to have all of those chocolatiers that Jess recommended up on our Instagram page under the post for this episode. So head over there. Also, just our own little shout-out, our friends Darren and Kath over at Birch and Purchase, they've also rolled out some Easter treats this year. They've got this weird-looking chicken egg that you can make at home. Its name is Decca. It looks slightly odd. It looks a little menacing. It looks menacing. It looks like if Mr. Potato Head went wrong. (laughs) But for some reason, I find that really charming. Like if you wanted to wake up and find something staring at you, like like it would stare at you from the garden. Do you know what I mean? Decker watches you sleep. (laughs) Decker's behind you right now. Anyway, bye Decker. Decker's going to be great. Seriously, this Easter is going to be extra, extra special. It's going to be so nice. Is it going to be extra special? No. There's no room for dumb jokes on this podcast. Never. Anyway, that's all the time we have for this week's bonus episode of Dish Island. Take it easy, everyone, and we will see you soon. And after you eat all that chocolate, you know what to do. Eat your veggies. Eat your veggies. Dip them in chocolate and eat them. Nah. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Dish Island. Dish Island is a proud member of the ACAST Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.